Welcome to the Hot Content Marketing Podcast, here to provide you with tips, tricks, inspiration, and advice on how to market your business online. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, this is the place for you, as I chat to each of our expert guests about what's working right now. Hello, something a little bit different this week. I'm actually going solo. Well, technically, I've already recorded the uh, solo episode. Um, I wanted to share with you a talk that I did recently at Newcastle Startup Week. My talk was based around uh, keeping it real. So how I went from having a business in the very early days that wasn't making financial sense and wasn't commercially viable and the changes that I then made to turn things around. And I wanted to share some of the lessons that I'd learned, some of the tweaks and the pivot that I made in the hope that it might be useful for other people who are maybe in a similar situation. So the recording that you'll hear is in its rawest form. Um, so you will hear clapping. Um, there is the odd uh, titter from the audience. Um, so the quality isn't fantastic. Um, but for me, the important thing was just being able to share it with you. So I hope you enjoy. And if any of it does resonate with you particularly, I'd love to hear from you. Hi, everyone. It's great to be here in sunny Newcastle. Um, so I've got about 50 minutes. And really, I just want to run you through probably the first year, 18 months of my business, just in the hope that you can get um, a few, just one or two nuggets that might help you along your journey. So it's called Keeping It Real, um, because that's what I really believe that it has to be about. Um, so basically, first year of my business, I was, for the most part, I was geared up, as a, I was excited about all the, the potential and the possibilities. Um, I would say probably once every quarter, I would have a little bit of a meltdown and think, I'm going to get a job on the checkout, you know. Um, just that appeal of having some... Um, predictable, regular income was quite overwhelming from time to time. Um, so it carried on like that. And then about, I would say, um, just over a year in, I was really struggling. I was struggling with a lack of confidence, but more importantly, at that time, I was struggling with a lack of money. Um, so my reality was, and we all have different circumstances, but. I wasn't, I didn't start this business and I wasn't in this business because it was kind of, you know, a bonus if I made some money. I really needed to have an income and to contribute. We were and still are renovating a house which had taken over our lives. So every penny that, you know, my husband and I earned had to be pumped back into that renovation. Um, and I knew that at the time, even though it, it takes time to build a business and it takes time to get to the point where you are, you know, earning money. Um, I still knew that my service-based business, with very little to no overheads, should be providing for me more than it was. So it became very real um, to me that I needed to add some commercial reality to my business. Um, so the next few things, the tweaks, I suppose you would say it was a pivot. We all talk about a pivot. It's kind of more of a pirouette, really. But I made a few key changes which really helped me turn things around. Um, the first thing I did was I took an avatar reality check. So whether it's because I'm involved in the world of marketing, um, 
Probably it is, but we are always hearing about and always being told how, quite rightly, we should have a very, very clear idea of who our ideal client is, who we should be targeting, how we should be talking to them. Um, so when I first set up my business in the first few months, I worked really hard on my brand values, I looked at who I was as a person, I looked at um, the kind of clients that I would be well suited to working with in the type of businesses. And I don't know what this is really, but I've always attracted women, not in that way, but um, <laughs> actually a certain, certain age of women as well. Um, but, and I've got a perfectly lovely mom, she's amazing. But throughout my life, I've always been um, on the lookout for surrogate mums, I don't know, just in case. And so, weirdly, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Weirdly, when I was doing my avatar, she was a woman probably in her 50s and she was ambitious, she had her own business, but she was completely overwhelmed by um, online marketing and social media. So that's where I would come in, I would help her with all of that. And you know, it went so far as to I set up, it's a terrible pictures, but I set up um, and still run a monthly networking slash workshop um, in my local area. And you know, the room is often filled with this type of, you know, my ideal client. Um, and it's great. And I, made some amazing friends and have just some a wonderful network around me but it became very clear that these ideal clients these women of a certain age didn't have the money to pay me so it followed a conversation with a friend of a business friend who had been where I was then a year prior to that and had made some changes and turned things around um, and following this conversation I realized that I needed to be less rigid on um, my ideal client and my avatar, and I needed to be more open-minded. Now, what followed, whether it was stars aligning, I don't know, or just complete coincidence, probably it was, but three opportunities came along after that to work with um, larger companies, actually, so completely different to what I had imagined my ideal client to look like. And I still work with these clients to this day, and what it provided me with was um, an ongoing, um, client base, a core to my business, which had previously been lacking. So I guess my big lesson there, and I guess my message to get across today, if at all possible, would be that yes, in the beginning, it's great to have an idea of who you should be targeting and an idea of your ideal client, but don't be too rigid and don't be afraid to experiment because sometimes you have to work with the wrong clients to realize that they are wrong, to work with the right clients to realize that they're right, etc. So it's about I suppose being adaptable and flexible as well in the beginning. The second um, huge change that I made was that um, I diverted my focus really um, from the long term, my, my dreams, my long term goals to the short term reality. So as a woman, obviously I love a five year plan. I knew exactly um, where I wanted to be in five years, how I wanted the business to look. And I had these, you know, these big dreams and still have them. Um, but when I spoke to Kevin, who was the guy that I had this, this life-changing call with, he asked me, what are your key focuses in your business? And it really brought it home to me um, when I told him what my key focuses were, because they were building my email list and my email marketing, building my content, content marketing, and building my personal brand, so influence marketing. So all of these strategies, they are very, very powerful in terms of propelling a brand and a business forward. However, they are long-term strategies um, and they take an awful lot of time and, and dedication. 
Um, so doing this is all well and good in term, terms of my long-term goals, but it wasn't getting me where I needed to be in the shorter term. So for me, I guess what I did was I made some compromises in the short term. What I thought then were compromises by working with the types of clients that I didn't necessarily think were my ideal clients actually turned out that they perhaps were my ideal clients. But I suppose my second lesson there was that it is important in the short term sometimes to make compromises so that you're there in the long term to actually fulfill your passion projects and your long-term goals. And I guess my bugbear and one of my other key points today is that there is a lot of influencers in the, the marketing and business space and nobody will ever tell you, nobody will ever use that word compromises. They will always tell you how important it is to you know, find your ideal client, to be picky and not to try and be everything. And that's all well and good when you've got to that wonderful point where you can do that. But I guess the message is that in the beginning it's not always a reality and we do have to be okay with the fact that we have to make compromises to actually have a business in the longer term. Um, this is really ironic for somebody that's involved in the content marketing space as I am and is always encouraging people to create content and, and helping them to create it and more of it and quality content. But what I did was I slowed down massively on how much content I was consuming. In the beginning I was probably reading a marketing book every fortnight. I was, um, I was reading blogs, I was a member of all of these books actually, and, and so I'm not saying don't read marketing books because every single one of these books, in fact we've got some authors of one of these books in the room, where are you Andrew Reed? Whoop whoop! Fantastic and really, really helped me learn, but what I realised was that by consuming all of this content, um, not only was it you know, taking a lot of time to consume it, but I was probably only implementing about 1% of what I was reading. But more than that, I wasn't giving myself the space to actually stand back and develop my own views and my own opinions. I was so busy absorbing everybody else's that actually what it did was undermine my own confidence in what I actually believed. Um, and what I have learned as I've gone along is that what you actually do is is actually just get that on the ground with your clients and that is the best way to learn that is the best way to form your own opinions which you can then put into your content and you can then spread the word about that but certainly in my experience by consuming all of this content I wasn't allowing myself to to develop in that way myself what I also did and what I can also highly recommend to people is to join a, a marketing community so I joined Free online marketing communities where you pay a monthly subscription, you get access to great content, and you meet some amazing people. Um, but I, yeah, didn't just join one; I joined three. That would be another lesson of mine: is with these kind of things, you can only get back what you put in. And to commit to and to make three of these kind of networks work for you would be more than a full-time job. So um, I guess it's about you know, finding that balance, really. Um, so the final lesson really for me, and this was a big one, was, that is a real word, comparisonitis. Um, I've always been terrible for this in my personal life and professional life. Um, and it's really, really damaging. Again, you know, depending on what industry you're in, 
but particularly in the marketing industry, there are a lot of say, influences, and it can appear that um, people are really successful and they're doing really, really well. And it took me a while to realise that um, often, after reading these types of things about how much people are making, um, how many hundreds of thousands of people they've got on their email list, feeling really crap about yourself, um, I realised that probably these people were either one of three things. They were either lying, <coughs> they were either talking about, if they're talking about money, they're either talking about their turnover and not their profit, or they're telling the absolute whole truth and nothing but the truth. But the fact is they had spent the last 10, 15 years slogging their guts out. Um, and so they damn well deserve to have that amount of money. But most people fall into one of those three categories. But it took me such a long time to get to that point where I, um, I realized that, that that's what it was and I didn't have to compare myself. There is that um, phrase, your beginning to somebody else's middle and your middle to somebody else's end. And that is so true, that has stayed with me. Um, and hopefully, you know, it will stay with, with all of you guys that are just starting out as well. Um, and I think also what came came out from that and came out links also to the pulling back on the consumption of the content as well, um, is that there are so many influencers and gurus out there who will tell you what you need to do, what you should be doing. Um, but what I really learned um, as time went on was that not everybody, there is no one-size-fits-all approach. Um, and not even the biggest guru or influencer knows you specifically and your business. So it's about learning to trust your own instinct and trust your gut um, and learn to trust your own judgment, really. Um, so really, just to wrap it up, I guess what I'm saying is it's just all one huge balancing act. Um, just like everything in life really it's just about getting the, the right levels of everything so it's about yes being aware of your ideal client definitely that is really really important um, but it's about not being too rigid in the beginning and being prepared to adapt and that applies really to every area of business and that is so important um, and yes work towards your long-term goals definitely definitely always have those in mind but don't I did, don't forget about the short term and don't ignore the short term. Um, and yeah, learn and consume definitely when you're first starting out. There is so much great information out there and great content, so make the most of it. Um, but give yourself that space to, to develop your own thoughts and opinions. Um, and also, yeah, be aware of the competition for sure, that's really important, but don't compare yourself with others. So that's me. If you want to connect with me anyway, you can find me at Content UK. Um, but yeah, hope that will be of some value to you going forward for those that are just start, just starting out. So you have a lot of love in this room right now, because I've been reminded by maybe three different people that it's your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie is spending her birthday with us. So I feel like maybe we all have some really good voices in the room as well. <laughs> and just to be super embarrassing for Natalie's first Newcastle startup week, 
marketing advice head to hotcontent.co.uk why not join the hot content marketing group on facebook too come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online see you in there